0: Welcome to a new edition of the Education List Around the World podcast. Our guest today is Marco Tofanin, Head of Multimedia Division at the Digital Learning and Multimedia Office of the University of Padova in Italy. Marco is a multimedia content design specialist, but also a video maker and musician. He is the author of hundreds of contents of different types, fiction and documentaries, soundtracks for movies, series, and theater, videos and motion graphics for scientific dissemination. Marco is also a professor in multimedia communication, and he teaches in the communication program at the same university. In this podcast, we talk about how he and his colleagues have supported faculty during the pandemic, and what are the future plans for using multimedia in education at the University of Padova. So let's listen to his story. Good afternoon, Marco. How are you today?
1: <laughs> Fine, thank you.
0: Thank you very much for accepting this invitation and being the guest on my podcast. Uh, I would like to start by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, I'm the coordinator here at the University of Padua of the Multimedia Division in the Digital Learning and multi Office. And uh, at the same time, I'm contract professor in Multimedia Communication at, at the same university. So I teach uh, and breath and work with uh, multimedia uh, content and technologies.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, that sounds really exciting and I guess very busy, at least in the past years. Um, I would like to ask you a little bit more about the team you are working with.
1: Yes, here at the Digital Learning and Multimedia Office we have we have two divisions. Uh, one is digital learning which deals mainly with uh, LMS and uh, all uh, the digital infrastructure of the digital learning and uh, we have my division the multimedia uh, in uh, which we deal mainly with the contents and uh, video platform and uh, video conferencing video conferencing form I work with uh, other five colleagues Six, so five colleagues, uh, that are a video maker, and a graphic designer, shooter, I would say photographers, uh, and uh, technologists. And we deal with uh, producing contents and also uh, to uh, train new technologies and uh, also to do consultancy for uh, contents for creating content. Contents.
0: So you are working with the teachers also, with, with professors also on training them how to use the media, if I understand correctly, but also how to use it in their teaching? Uh,
1: yes, we suggest, uh, we, we show <clears throat> examples, we suggest guidelines. Sometimes we produce together some content, it depends uh, also on the course, on the project. Yeah, we work uh, with the professors, teachers, and also the other colleagues of administrative and technical staff. Uh, for, for example, for internal communication, uh, if we have to do tutorial, maybe we can uh, suggest guidelines to do tutorials and to find a more efficient way to, to produce the, them. But yes, um, now, hmm. In these times, uh, we are shifting from producing ourself content. uh, One thing that we do, we did it uh, so much before pandemic. Now we are shifting to make the teacher produce the content, uh, accompanying the teacher to to, to produce the content uh, and to give uh, all the solution uh, possible to reach their goals
0: thank you very much this is a very interesting um, perspective and change of perspective with the pandemic uh, it's interesting that in because before you were mostly creating the content yourself now you actually empower let's say uh, teachers and support them in, in doing it themselves and my next question was about how how you perceive this your relation with, with faculty members and, and this sort of support you are providing um, how can you relate to it from before the pandemic and during the pandemic and how do you see that sort of relation developing, especially based on what you just said, that now you are sort of working closely, not, not doing things for them,
1: but supporting them to use media themselves. It's changed. I mean, for uh, many people changed this. Uh, also, there's a relationship because before doing a video, it was... Uh, um uh, it was the teacher that gives you ex- instruction maybe also if it he was or she was not familiar with video so uh it, the, it when there was a uh a gap between uh, the video maker the filmmaker the multimedia content producers and uh, and the teacher and uh, now the teacher know already i've seen already some things. He has some ideas, and then uh, comes with some ideas, and then we refine the ideas. We uh, explore other other possible contents, and then we and we give them the uh, the solution or the different level of action. You know, uh, so I can say, okay, if you want to do this, this takes so much work, and uh, we can do it. Only professional people can do it, but uh, in another way, uh, you can do it with this kind of uh, effort uh, with a video editing in cloud, for example, and uh, doing the script in this way and simplifying this, um, this project. Uh, I would say, yes, now it, it's much more closer the relationship, yeah, absolutely, um, and that, that's why now uh, we have, a, you were speaking about training, uh, we do two times uh, per year, a digital in which we train uh, people uh, with new technologies, uh, plug-in platforms. Uh, to trainings but at the same time we uh, do uh, so much uh, meetings with experiences of producing contents uh, from students and from teacher uh, to give examples guidelines and see what is the experience to produce uh, contents contents by yourself
0: Yes, I think this is a very good approach and I've seen it myself because it was in the context of this digital week that uh, we actually met uh, back in September, I believe. And um, it was really, really interesting to see how you involved both teachers and uh, students uh, to talk about their experience with using different media for for teaching and learning. And I think definitely this is one way to go. It goes beyond training, I think it's a lot of experience sharing and well we both know that uh, teachers have quite a lot to share and students of course have quite a lot to share after the past two years. Um, so yeah it was really interesting to hear that you think your relation now with, with faculty is a bit closer but also that you see them being more proactive probably became because they become, became more familiar with uh, some of the technologies at least and with some of the media um, and they want to do a bit more with it now and you are there to support them. Um, at institutional level, do you feel that you have enough resources to support them and all the demand that exists now?
1: We don't have enough resources. We are doing, uh, let's say, uh, experimental uh, processes and then uh, the digital week we spread what we did what we follow um, the project we follow but uh, uh, here in padua for example there are two thousand and a half teachers so you can understand with six people and 200 and teachers there's no possibility but one thing that is possible is the fact that one time you follow one or you you suggest one content to one teacher the other teachers the other colleagues uh, will see what the teacher uh, produced and then they uh, can reply, or they can adapt the content to their courses. So they copy, and they they exchange information, and then uh, they will produce by themselves. So it's some kind. We work with a, a sort of contamination. Uh, we we start. Uh, we give uh, solutions. Uh, we start. Uh, we we experiment uh, so much and then uh, maybe one time we spread uh, there will be uh, there will be other people that follows
0: yeah you are right i noticed the same sort of snowball effect or at least the expected snowball effect uh, we cannot of course train everyone but uh, um, i find it also very effective when when teachers talk to each other and see what what they've done and and try to adapt it and I think that that is really a a good way to to work with that coming back to resources and to support um, so you your team is based at the central level do you also have faculty media support uh, or is it just the central level
1: okay Uh, we are based on a central level but we are working Since uh, I would say 2010, uh, with uh, people that are are, uh, uh, coordinators for uh, one coordinator for every faculty. Uh, We have uh, these people, uh, these coordinators for the LMS, Uh, we use Moodle, Uh, but uh, we are now uh, struggling to have one. responsible also for the multimedia that is not easy but uh, we have uh, already uh, uh, many many coordinator in, the, in this official and not of, and not official coordinator uh, for for every faculty with which we have a chat together we have a- exchange information we we exchange um, experiment uh, we suggest uh, and uh, we uh, we have feedback uh, from the tools we propose for example or a suggestion to uh, some tools to to use or uh, Yes, a uh, suggestion to, uh, to propose other contents uh, that worked in that uh, faculty so uh, yes I, I think I believe it's important to have this kind of figure uh, in every department and working as a, uh, I would say um, uh, a, a body uh, with a, an organism, a mul- multicellular organism, organism uh, that moves in, uh, in inside the university in, in the, at different levels.
0: This is a very nice way of putting it, Marco, the, the multi-cell organism with a lot of legs, I would say. Um, and it's it's sometimes very difficult to coordinate all those legs. And um, uh, yeah, coming back to the pandemic period, um, I, you already mentioned a few changes in your work and, and the, the, the 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 way you perceive how, how the relation with teachers has changed. Um, I was wondering how you see once we are out of this pandemic there is still some way to go but once we are out of it um, do you see still uh, or how do you see the the use of um, of media and will it become more mainstream or will it stay uh, more as mainstream as it has been during the pandemic or will the university support that different types of, of media use in education or will it just end once the pandemic ended and everyone will be back into the classroom what do you think
1: I think now video and all digital tools are considered in a different way. Before it was uh, for people that were nerd technologists uh, that loves uh, technology and uh, uh, and they want to use something different. Now I think many many teachers consider that uh, using technology will uh, uh, give them solutions uh, and uh, and they can engage much more the students uh, and uh, now that in that they see in practice uh, what it means uh, it, it's uh, it was uh, like that also before but now it's much more clear i can see also the different approach from the teacher uh, with uh, speaking of of these technologies uh, The, the pers- is completely changed, uh, in my opinion. I think at the end of the pandemic, uh, there will be people that can return to uh, what did before. But uh, I think the majority, the vast majority of people will, uh, uh, Im- I would say, improve. Uh, I would say will enrich their de- teaching uh, with some tools that. Uh, uh, met in these uh, in in these years, uh, maybe also they can work on refining their their, their content that they created, or uh, they start to produce something they saw during the pandemic used by other uh, teacher, teachers but uh, it is clear that now we have a bouquet uh, of different solutions in the the teaching uh, that is expanded uh, than before.
0: Thank you. This sounds really positive. Uh, And and, uh, I can see that that the change of... of paradigm will, will probably take place in, in many places, if not everywhere. Uh, but of course, um, beyond the, the willingness and uh, of specific teachers and uh, the, the availability of support that you offer, there also needs to be a sort of bigger picture, the sort of strategic um, vision of, of the university we belong to. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, I'm hoping from what you're saying that the University of Padova has such a vision that includes uh, Um, uh, diversity of media used in education
1: we are pushing in in this way but uh, also we have also to think about the relation between teacher and learning technologies or multimedia uh, technician uh, uh, let's call it like like that Uh, you know there are as you know there are so many different definitions of role uh, but uh, yes I think teacher and technologist uh, must should work together uh, uh, an official way to pursue this vision of uh, teaching their teaching with uh, different uh, contents and with different tools
0: yeah, talking about the different roles and tools. Um, do you feel that the the fact that you are teaching yourself helps you in your work?
1: It's it's fundamental. I I like very much because I can experiment what I uh, what I say in uh, during my uh, work of a multimedia coordinator uh, in class. That is not thing. You know, there there will. Uh, for a lot of time uh, there, is, and there were people that, that say about content that this work, this doesn't work, but in theory. But you have to, uh, for me, you have to apply uh, because in uh, the production of uh, contents uh, there are so many variables. Uh, what in theory works in uh, one particular context uh, cannot work. Uh, so you have to experience uh, this content uh, and understand what we what it works what it doesn't work and how could be uh, applied. could it be applied better also what it works for for my course maybe it doesn't work for another course and I know it but uh, I try to understand what uh, the thing that is important for every every course and the thing that can be applied for some courses.
0: Absolutely, I think it's really important to to combine these roles because you understand better both perspectives. I, I've experienced exactly the same, that's why I wanted to, to see what you think about it. Coming back to the, to the different media, um, I understand that you support various media and platforms and I, I know for sure in general uh, during the pandemic video became the, the media, the default medium used. Uh, do you, I can imagine you encourage people to use a diversity of, 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 of media. Do you, how do you see that happening <coughs> at your university? Are people also adopting other uh, or, or becoming fans of other media rather than, than video?
1: yes uh, we uh, we produce podcasts for example Uh, some uh, people experiment video quizzes Uh, some people uh, worked with a collection of photographs and polls and uh, we start also experiment with the virtual reality Uh, we start uh, using videos with the different uh, multi-level videos with the augmented reality in videos let's say M- mostly was video mostly was uh, uh, recorded lessons or uh, some uh, video lessons but uh, there was a percentage of the of uh, other contents
0: Yes, this is very similar to what I also noticed in in other places. So I I think it's great that you're trying to encourage people to see beyond the uh, obvious uh, uh, suspects, but more the the really... the way uh, videos even just videos can help uh, more interactive types of communication with students and uh, um, Not only interaction, but also helping students reflect on their learning uh, And and different uh, yeah uh, test their knowledge and so on uh, in the video itself So these are really really great ways and there are so many opportunities there. I feel that our work is really just to open um Open, uh, give examples, and open the eyes of of, of faculty members to all these uh, to all these possibilities. With all the benefits that the, the, the use of different media brings, um, I, I was wondering at this point in time, what do you see as the main challenges in the coming period
1: in your work, particularly? I will say what I said before. Uh, now it's time to refine. Uh, content uh, we know we meet the content uh, and we meet the digital world teaching. Now it's time to be efficient. So it means that, for example, in the future, I would say if I uh, explain uh, uh, one principle of physics, uh, I can uh, collect from a database of videos that are. Uh, production that were very uh, uh, very expensive but at the same time very efficient I can some videos and I can uh, comment on this video uh, that uh, the three minute video that explained with the uh, material experiment and with augmented reality uh, showed what was that principle Uh, and then you can comment and solve doubts uh, Coming from this video that was uh, uh, selected by you Uh, the challenge is also as you uh, select sources and uh, Your work of the researcher is selecting sources uh, from books normally uh, thin sources for uh, a Hundred of uh, uh, I would say thousands of videos and uh, thousands of contents and find uh, that the right content for your uh, uh, for your course for your classing, for your teaching is already a massive work and it's another challenge then there is also the challenge of the production the production and the refining of the content to be more efficient uh, one day after another it means that uh, you can record better lessons uh, with uh, much more rhythm uh, with uh, better uh, images uh, with a uh, solution uh, with uh, in a different for example with podcast giving giving with video quizzes and podcast uh, to reflect on uh, your information you want to pass uh, you can use uh, the lms so obviously uh, the. So uh, the challenges is uh, uh, refining contents and uh, be uh, I, I know it costs a lot uh, of uh, uh, fatigue, but um, and be more uh, be different in what you propose uh, at different levels. So I think the new era is the a multi-level era. You know, in it means that we will have augmented reality and we will have also a multi-level way of communication also in in, in class.
0: Yes, it's interesting that you frame that as a challenge. Of course, it it's it, it also a positive uh, a development, future development that you are foreseeing. But uh, uh, I think indeed, it's very important to also see um, the challenges within it, especially because it changes to a certain extent the the paradigm of how we work in, in academia and how we communicate, especially. And we need to be much more mindful and careful with various aspects uh, uh, than we were before just sitting in standing in front of an of a auditorium and, and talking to students so um, yeah it's it's really really interesting point you're making there Uh, one last question or one before the last I would say um, do you uh, work with people from other universities
1: yes we work uh, we uh, with colleagues of other university mostly Italian University but also uh, we are connecting uh, we are connected with the European University we exchange information we uh, video platforms on uh, LMS uh, on uh, how, how these or that program uh, run. we have a network with the northern Italian universities we meet uh, I would say once twice a year to to see to confront to, to compare and to to exchange information sounds good do you find that useful this
0: exercise
1: absolutely it's fundamental for example, for the if we have to adopt one thing uh, that, that could be a platform, but but could be also software or could be uh, also a program, a project. Uh, having the experience of other university is already one thing that is so important. The, the complete information is that you have uh, one experience from the Italian universities, uh, so you have uh, the experience in the in one context, but at the same time uh, you can pair with the experiences all over the world.
0: Yes, indeed. I find that really, really useful as well um, to, to try to to talk to, to colleagues and peers from other countries or even other universities in the same country. Uh, just hearing more voices and more experiences really helps us see the bigger picture and put things into context.
1: And, and one thing that is important is the fact that most of the exchange, the information exchange is not official. We don't meet officially, but we just uh, phone or chat uh, informally. Uh, That uh, is uh, one part of the work that is very important.
0: Yeah, thank you. That was the, my follow-up question, whether all these uh, exchanges are formalized or if they are mainly informal. So I, I, I guess you answered that. And I, I indeed, that's also what I notice in general, that there are many, many informal uh, exchanges going on. Uh, sometimes they become more formal uh, and formalized in in the form of partnerships, but uh, I think it can, they can be as effective just uh, informally as, as you just explained before. Uh, My last question is really what advice do you have for people in similar roles uh, at this moment but also looking
1: in the future? What is the the most precious advice you can give them? Be curious, experiment and uh, apply. Uh, I know it costs so much uh, work but it's the only way to be effective uh, in my opinion.
0: Yes, I think this is a very, very good advice. It it works in the case of using media in education. It works in the case of just trying new things. Uh, And just generally in our lives, I think we should be curious and open to new things. Thanks a lot, Marco. I think that was uh, really, really useful to have an insight into your current work and into how you see things developing in the future. Good luck with everything and uh, hope to hear from you soon.
1: Thank you, Alexandra, for inviting me and uh, good luck. <laughs>
0: Thank you. you. Thank you for listening. This podcast is part of the Around the World series on faculty development. You can find more stories on educationlist.eu. Watch this space in the coming months for more inspiration on professional development approaches in higher education from around the globe. Thank you.